Well, hello and welcome to Beat the Reset. My name is Tim and I am the guy in the hat. And today I wanted to talk to you about the three different classes that we have been educated that uh, exist in the world today. And uh, before I get to those, I should mention that uh, most of us throughout our uh, education or educational life have been taught that one of those classes is really the class that we want to be in. And uh, for some reason or another, uh, we all believe that is the case. But I wanted to go back to this idea that there are actually not just one uh, class structure, but three class structures. And uh, I want to go through those. And I want to also explain how none of these class structures have anything to do with assets that you own or in a certain amount of money that you have in the bank or currency that you have in the bank or the way you dress or the way you look. Class structure is nothing to do with any of that, despite what we have been educated to believe. Class structure is all about one thing and one thing alone, and that is simply the way you think. So let's go through the different class structures, and I'll try to give you some examples um, of what it looks like to be in some of these class structures. And I'm also going to relabel them as well. So we're going to start off with the conventional labeling of class structures, and then we're going to change them so that they make a little more sense. So the first structure we're going to look at is the lower class mentality. And again, did you notice I used the word mentality? The lower class, uh, to be in the lower class, you don't have to have a low class income. You don't have to be somebody that doesn't earn very much currency. Uh, it's simply a way you think or simply the way you think. So how does someone in the lower class think? People in the lower class traditionally are about paying bills. They go to work and uh, they, or they may get a government uh, payment of some kind, uh, and they simply earn currency in any way they can. And when they get that currency, their, their prime objective is to simply pay bills. That is it. They exist for that one simple sole purpose. Uh, and that is a treadmill that once you get on it, it is very, very difficult to get off the treadmill. Now, here's the interesting fun fact. To get off the treadmill, it's not a matter of getting a better job and getting more currency. In fact, many people in the lower class switch jobs and they get a better paying job or the, you know, they get more currency from somewhere, but they find themselves still stuck in the exact same position that they were previously. It doesn't seem to matter how much currency they get, they are still in the same place. And the reason for that is because they haven't changed their mindset. They are still stuck in the lower class mindset, which is that of paying bills. So can you change that mindset is the question. And the answer is yes. But it takes one thing to change it. And it's a thing called practice. Lots and lots of practice. Coupled with knowledge. And that is you first need to understand how and how you could be in a different class and what a different class mentality might think like. And then you just need to practice it, practice it and practice it. That's it. Uh, now, I'm going to rename the lower class. We're going to call it the working class because they go to work, essentially, to pay bills. So we're going to call that the working class. The next class is the biggest one of all. And this is the middle class 
uh, and they are predominantly known, or the middle class is, is, is more commonly known as the consumer class. Now, consumer, what does that mean? Essentially, it's the need or the want or the desire to simply have things. And that is it. Do we need those things? Maybe, maybe not. Do we want those things? Maybe, maybe not. But the thing about the consumer class is they, are, they often get into something called debt because the consumer class are beyond just paying bills. They want to live a slightly better quality of existence. But what they often find, uh, as I've explained, is that being in that class is not necessarily does not necessarily mean you have more currency than someone in the lower class. It means you've got a different mindset. Uh, and because you're a consumer mindset and not just about paying bills, you trundle off to your bank and you say to the bank manager, uh, I don't have enough currency to buy the things that I want, so therefore can you give me a loan? Now, of course, your bank is going to oblige because once your bank gives you that loan, they are in full control of not only the thing you're buying, but also you uh, predominantly for a period of time. Uh, one of the biggest uh, purchases in the middle class, uh, in the consumer class, of course, is, is property and real estate. Uh, we've been educated through the public school system that property and real estate is really the thing that you want and really the biggest asset purchase you will ever make. Uh, and that may or may not be true. But for most people in the middle class, they simply don't have enough expendable currency to buy a piece of real estate out, uh, outright. So they again, they trundle off to the bank manager and they hand over their hard-earned fiat currency and they put down a deposit and they are then given in return a huge debt. Now, people believe in that moment that somehow they just bought something. They didn't. They are now the owner of enormous amounts of debt over very, very long periods of time, normally 25 years or so, maybe 30 years. Um, and this is one of the issues with being a consumer. Do they need that property is the question. Do they need that piece of real estate? Is there another way to do this? And the answer, of course, there is. And once again, they're stuck in the consumer mindset of want, need, must have. And here's the interesting thing about consuming. Having a consumable item is a very short-term satisfaction level. Uh, and... C coupled with the very long-term pain of debt. So debt, of course, is, is definitely something that uh, we do not uh, really want. Um, yeah, there's nobody in the middle class that loves the idea of being in debt. However, to get the things that they want, that is exactly where they find themselves. So once again, if you have a mortgage or you have a property, uh, your bank manager uh, or your bank effectively will own you uh, outright, virtually, for the entire period that you do or may not. You may never pay out that loan. That is the other, the other issue here. You may never even get to that. Many people don't. Many people sell their real estate and their property long before that. And the problem of being, with being in debt is it has many, many ramifications far beyond just financial. Uh, there can be health ramifications, uh, relationships, uh, family, uh, employment, um, you know, sometimes you have to relocate. Sometimes you have to sell off other assets. There are so many ramifications for being in debt. It's a very complex um, position to be in uh, and certainly not one that creates one of freedom uh, in terms of financial freedom. That, that's for sure. 
So we're going to rename that class, not the middle class. We're going to call them the debt class. So, so far, I've renamed two different classes. We have the working class and we have the debt class. So, so far, you can start to ascertain whether these are classes that you would like to be in, and these are classes that you can imagine yourself being in. Um, and again, being in the middle class, it, can you change that consumer mindset? Of course you can. But again, it takes knowledge, knowledge of what it's like to be in the next class above, and also knowledge of, and also practice, just lots and lots of practice. These are things that you need to practice. You've got to want to change out of that class. And once again, the lower class and the middle class have nothing to do with a certain amount of income. It's simply to do with your mindset. But let's go to the class that I think we would all love to be in if we're not in already. And that, of course, is the upper class. And this, again, is not an amount of money. It's not a model of car. It's not a type of fashion. It's not the way you look. It's not where you shop or where you live or how big your house is. It's got nothing to do with how many fancy holidays you go on. The upper class is about investment. That's it. It's all about investing, investing in everything to do with your life, investing in your health, in your friendships, in your relationships, in your family, in your community, in your employment, in every single thing that you do, it becomes a holistic investment. Uh, you don't just invest in one thing and then not in others. And let me give you an example. Your health, it all starts with your health. How do you see your body? How do you want to prepare your body for this world? What are you preparing it for? Think about it. If you eat healthy, clean, fresh food, then you are starting to look after and prepare your body for the next thing, which is movement and uh, exercise. So you will most likely want to exercise. You will most likely uh, want to uh, invest, again, in the way your body looks, the way your body feels, the way your mind thinks. And with those things in place, you can start to prepare yourself for more things, like, for example, friendships. Uh, how much are you investing in friendships? Uh, how much are you investing in your community? And if you're lucky enough, you may even be able to have a relationship. How much are you investing in your relationships, and your in your family, in your friends? Uh, how much are you investing in all of these things? Um, and finally, of course, the big one, how much are you investing in uh, financially and in, in your wealth? So rather than having some fiat currency just sitting dormant in a bank account, what investors do and the investor mentality is, is, is basically the ability to be able to see something that could potentially grow that fiat currency. Rather than just having it sit there doing nothing, maybe it could be grown. Maybe you could expand it. Maybe you could create more wealth uh, by simply getting a little smarter with what you do. And again, you don't need more of it. You just need to think about what you're doing with it. So you could take it out the bank account and here's some of the things you could potentially do. You could invest in long or short-term shares. You could invest in cryptos. Again, long and short game cryptos. You could invest in precious metals or commodities just about anywhere in the globe. You may also decide to buy investment properties and so on if the market is right. There are many, many things you can do to invest your, your currency. Uh, you may decide to um, invest in a business or a commercial, a commercial business or, or commercial real estate. It, 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 the possibilities are endless. But if you don't have that mindset, there is absolutely no way you would ever think of it. 
So you have to start looking at your currency from a completely different perspective. So let's take three people. Three people are standing in a room and they all have $100. The person from the working class, which is the lower class, will use that $100 to pay some bills. The person in the middle class will grab that $100 and race down to the bank and get a loan for something that they want that they couldn't otherwise afford. And the person in the wealthy class, that's the class that I'd like to talk about the most, in this, uh, the most here, is the wealthy class would invest that $100 to make more wealth. And that is the difference between the three mindsets. It's really the wealthy uh, investment uh, or the wealthy class in, uh, investment class that, in my opinion, are the class that we really would like to strive to be in. So the question is, can we change our mindset? And as I said earlier, yes, you can. It is simple. Every one of these mindsets, including the wealthy mindset, if it's just because you're in the wealthy class doesn't mean you stop learning. It doesn't mean you stop investing. It doesn't mean you, you, you change what you do. Uh, you simply need to learn and you need to apply that knowledge and you need to practice. So if you come again from the working class, you need to understand that that's what you're doing. You need to understand your cycle. My cycle is I go to work, I get a certain amount of currency at the end of the week and then I pay bills. And then I go to work and I get a certain amount of currency and I pay more bills. I want to change that. Okay, then you need to educate yourself and understand what an investor does. And again, it's not an amount of money. For example, you can buy a silver coin, a silver, one ounce silver bullion coin for around about two or three dollars, the tiniest ones, uh, even up to about $25. So if you're from the lower class you can, and you have that mentality, you can practice by simply switching. And instead of buying that consumable at your local shop, you can go and buy your first silver coin. And now all of a sudden you're thinking like an investor and that silver coin will do very well over time. If you're in the middle class, rather than go out and get debt, maybe what you could do is instead of buying that consumable, invest the money instead. In other words, find an asset class that works for you, shares, cryptos, um, precious metals, and so on. So just don't use the currency to go and, and get a loan. Avoid the debt. Um, and again, if you're in the wealthy class, you're probably already doing some of these things. And that's it. So you can change your mindset. Isn't that incredible? And once again, just learn, get knowledge, and practice. Learn and practice. That is it. And that will change your world completely. And you will shift out of those classes in, a, in an instant. The moment that the person in the lower class buys a silver coin is the moment that they suddenly become an investor. Uh, and they move into that wealthy class mentality. Isn't that interesting? So there's our three classes, working class, debt class, and wealthy class. You get to decide which one you want to be in. Anyway, that's it for me, Tim, the guy in the hat. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying well. Uh, I hope you're looking after your health. And uh, until I see you next time, take care.